kingdom of the planet of the apes has arrived in IMAX. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I am Aurora Monroe. Mm, and I am Dark Skin Ain't Viv, and this is The Read. Thanks for coming back. Thank you for joining us once again for our regular festivities here. Nothing special. We're going to start with our Black Excellence. And this week, it goes to Anthony Mackey, who is apparently uh, building his own production studio in his hometown of New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. Apparently, he recently purchased 20 acres of land for this studio, which I'm going to just go ahead and be honest. I can't really, in my head, tell you how much land it is, but it sounds like many pieces Mm -hmm. of land. It does. Um, So congratulations on that front. Um, But this is obviously not only an effort to give back to his hometown, but also to expand on the work that he's already been doing, producing film uh, and working behind the camera, and also supporting Louisiana's uh, film and television television industry, which has been doing really well recently. Um, so great news for him. I'm sure mm-hmm. they're going to have uh, wild parties for Essence Fest <laughs> and <Of course>. um, <laughs> shooting some fun films and TV shows. So congratulations to mm-hmm. him. And I also saw today that apparently Morris Chestnut just got a uh, just got his name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, mm. which is like, wow. <laughs> what takes so long? Do you have to do you be like? How long do you have to be in the game? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe it's like um, you know, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where you have to have a career for like 25 oh, you years have to or be something. Like 75. <laughs> You have to have been in the game for like a minute. So I don't know what the requirements are, but I don't. How big is the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Like a lot of niggas have a star. So I'm guessing it's just miles and miles and miles of of concrete. Yeah, of these. But good for him. Glad to hear. I used to. Oh, God damn. I used to be in love with him. Who didn't? Right. It's more Chester. Right. But we can. Mm -hmm. So fun. Cut the shit. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um. All right, folks. So let's get into the hot tops this week. First of uh, and foremost, uh, there's been a new name added to the Color Purple musical, and it's the one and only fantastic stylings of the beautiful and talented Sierra. <laughs> what? Who will be playing Sierra? Future's mama will be playing adult Nettie. In the color purple movie musical. Um. Um. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Take it away. I wish I could. I, <laughs> I wish I could just delete, delete, delete. Because as as fun as Sierra seems to be, and you know, wow, fun. I mean, she she seems to be like a great mom and wife, and yeah, uh, uh, fantastic looks all the time. I just when I mm. when I think of musicals, oh wow, I think of going, going straight there. Yeah, I mean, it's my main concern. I think yeah. of powerful vocals, people who can really do something that. Uh, will move an audience with their voices. And I just... I feel like musicals have varying... Such a big part, like... Voices. She couldn't be Squeak? (laughs) 
I'm just her squeak. Oh right. <laughs> okay, so I know. I'm. I get that. That proves your point. But I'm what I'm just... saying is. <laughs> Would love to you see know, that reversed, but okay. Musicals have all kinds of, of ranges of, of things. You know what I mean? You've got Elsa and you've got Olaf. And that's fine. It's still Frozen. Right, but Olaf is... Uh, uh, Elsa is, is, is one of the stars of the show. That's, Nettie is... Adult Nettie is in the goddamn program for all of what? Six minutes? I haven't seen oh, the Oh, wait, you're right, you're right. Nettie's I don't gone. know how what her okay. number would even okay. be or Never what mind. like because I'm assuming the the music in the film will be the music from the, the Broadway production. Yeah, probably so. So, I don't know. I never saw it. I'm not interested in googling. Yeah. Um so I don't know what adult Nettie performs, sings, what her I'm sure they have like a big closing number that's quite rousing where Fantasia is going to kick off yeah. her kitten heels and that's going to be great um, and I don't know what Nettie does in that portion but uh, I know that in the film I have seen 763 times that Nettie adult Nettie is there for mm-hmm. that's true it is maybe three minutes yep I completely where she goes <laughs> and then they grab each other's yeah. faces and weep. Yeah, and then they, I'm sure that I see, so I saw the color purple on Broadway, um, oh. when Cynthia Riva was in it, and I mm-hmm. mean, she killed it. But of course, you know she has that voice. Uh, but she was also playing Seely, so totally different. Yeah, um, completely different. And if Nettie had a significant singing part, I don't remember it. So. I feel like young Nettie probably has more singing to do. I'm sure. And I mean, since... I'm guessing. Hallie is playing her, right? Hallie is playing yeah. young Nettie. Okay. So... Which led me to another question I have, but I'm going to let you finish. Well, I'm really glad you brought up the point of, like, grown Nettie really not even being in the production for that long. Because now I feel like, mm, okay. So, yeah, I would, I would have thought, ooh, a big singer for that role, but not really necessary. So... If y'all go in a, in a lighter-skinned direction for Nettie, then fine. Sierra's great. Oh, yeah, they were both pretty chocolate. I, um, I'm um, i going to judge it when I see it. Mm-hmm. I'll give her that. Um, yeah. I really want to see what they're going to do for her with costuming, with hair, makeup, and costume. Yeah, I want to see this wig. <laughs> I want to see this wig. Real bad. I would, I really... That was my question. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see this wig because it is the fact that, like, the original Celia and Nettie are dark-skinned and have, like, nappy hair and, and, and their, their social lack of desirability, even within the Black community, is, like, a part of the story. It is. is. So, I'm really now kind of questioning... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what exactly this is going to look like but uh you know we we shall see i mean think about mariah and precious uh, okay okay and and what a moment that was for all of us when we saw mariah carey in the movie theater with no makeup on no lashes or nothing jesus it was just <laughs> i'm just thinking like <laughs> 
Her dress. Is she gonna come back <laughs> to Celia and be dressed like Whiskey or like? Oh my god, maybe she'll like. Not as fucked up. What? Because I don't know what to expect. I don't know nothing about this musical. I don't know how it is similar, different. I don't know what liberties it takes. I, I don't know what to expect. So. It's pretty similar. It's pretty similar to the movie. You know, it's just moments of extra songs, which, you know, obviously the original has plenty of music in it. It does. But there's just even more chances for niggas to burst out into song and dance. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Exactly. But I I uh... thoroughly enjoyed it. But I love musicals, so it's hard for me to dislike a musical. The Tupac one did it, but it's hard for me to dislike them. The thing also that I'm another reason why I'm gonna give this grace is that it's like hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. It's an adaptation of a musical, of an adaptation of a yep. book. Like it's like <laughs> it went from book to movie to Broadway <laughs> to movie again. Movie on musical. The, so yeah, it's Color Purple has been through a lot. So they're having fun well, over there. We will see. Maybe she'll bring back the. Remember when she, she might surprise us? Remember when? Because Halle Bailey has. Uh, lots this is of exactly what I was going to say, and I was going to leave it alone. <laughs> so the fact that you brought it up just lets me know exactly what this podcast is. I literally wasn't going to say nothing. I was like, we've already been shady and been trying to dance around the shade like we're not disgusting people. And I was like, you know what? Let me just leave it alone. Let me just no. leave it alone. No, we're and not going to do that. Because the matching dreads joke was right there. It was right there, but I left I left it. I didn't want to do it. I am so sorry. I refused. I, I was like, no. <laughs> Nettie probably cut her hair. She probably <laughs> shaved her head or whatever. And she's going to come Mm-mm. back with a silky no, sorry. 32-inch Mm-mm. Brazilian wavy. <laughs> I need her to not, though. I would rather Sierra bring back that that dread wig that she wore to match Hallie's hair she's gonna... than, than pretty much anything else. That would yeah. just be, please, God, please don't let her show up with no <laughs> bundles. <laughs> I doubt it. That just wouldn't uh, make sense. <laughs> like, yeah. it just wouldn't at all. I do, like, but that was one of the things I thought. I was like, is Hallie going to have dreads in the film? And, uh, which, to me, sounds like likely or far more likely than, you know, them mm-hmm. putting a little wig on her or something I mean, like you that. can but do it. Maybe. You can definitely, yeah. especially like a talented <clears throat> hairstylist can lay a wig even if you have... Um, Oh, you know, I know it's possible. Maybe. But then I'm just like... I just don't know what the... That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the choices are that they're going to make. Right. Because cornrow wigs are... I don't know that the technology has caught up. (laughs) They could just give, you know... They could just give Miss Hallie a nice little blowout pulled back. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And just maybe hopefully spend a, a a good invoice on it so it looks... I mean, yeah, they could even do like instead of like a Brazilian blowout, one of those the <laughs> ones they like do a... now where it's like <laughs> my hair is nappy, but I put a That's what I mean. I put a blow dryer to it. Yeah. That's what I mean. And that's, that's it. I, mean. I didn't put no other heat on it. I didn't That's what I mean. I didn't go get the Marcells. <laughs> right. Exactly. Got you. Like they could give her something that where she looks like, you know, mm-hmm. a nice little modest old school church going young yeah, lady. They could. 
They could. And then we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens with Adult <laughs> Nettie. But this just sounds like it's, you know, it's gonna be cute. It's an all-star cast at this point. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, as far as the singing goes, um, a lot of it up to this point, I was like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of it. Most of it, I think. I've not yeah. crinkled my nose up till just now. <laughs> so but we, you know, is I just really but love I will be there. that you reminded us that grown Nettie is barely in it. So she's really like mm-hmm. it's so true. <laughs> I don't remember too much of the Broadway the details of the Broadway show though. I wish I did, but it was so long ago and I've smoked a lot of weed since then. I wonder if the soundtrack is up somewhere. Oh, it definitely like is. The, <laughs> yeah, I, I listen to it and I listen to the soundtrack all the time. Yeah, maybe I'll just go and familiarize myself with the music. Oh, it's so, so that good. Way when it comes out. Oh, it's so good. I don't know. <laughs> um, so Karuchi has responded to these rumors about her rekindling a romance with one third of the Migos. Uh <laughs> Migos rap group. What if I just call them Migos from now on? I might. Go or until I'm it. bored of it. Um, so apparently Entertainment Tonight posted uh, a quote from a source that says, Quavo and Karuchi Tran are dating. Things are casual between them, but they are seeing each other and they like spending time together. So at this point, I think that there are just bots that mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I haven't uh, used too much brain power to kind of attach where the bots are coming from. But I think, like, there are just bots that are sending out these these things to different publications uh, randomly throughout the week because what is this wording things are casual between them but they are seeing each other and they like spending time together (laughs) anyways the shade room posted this shit and karuchi jumped in there and said no we are not so (laughs) straight like that (laughs) leave me alone i mean they had been spotted allegedly on vacation together allegedly going to dinners and things like that together. So, sounds like um, this nigga said, you hungry? And she said, yeah, I like to eat. And that right. was that. I mean... We're done here. Yeah, it looks like this, these pictures that I'm looking at, it looks like it's a lot of people. It's like, it's not even just the two of them. And I'm not seeing nothing romantic or anything like that, so... Yeah, no, there's a lot of assumption surrounding this. But I also saw her recently, like, they tried to attach her to some other one of her exes, I think, a couple days ago or something like that. Was it Chris? Uh, No, not that one, thankfully. It was somebody else. Lord Jesus, please. Um, But, like, I mean, here's the thing. Sometimes you're just in the same room with someone. Sometimes yeah, you have mutual friends. And you will do group things together or it'll be a birthday party and what you know this nigga is there. Especially if you've dated someone for years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not always the most fun. Right. <laughs> like, Very true. If you had a, desti- a destination birthday or something like that, bump into <laughs> this nigga there and he's like, oh, when we get back to LA, we should go to... Get some, you know, <laughs> Wagyu sliders or whatever. The f- I don't fucking care. Yum. And then, <laughs> you know, here we are now. The niggas are playing guessing games. I just feel like, you know, let the girls go out and, and test the waters. Let the girls go out and go get some sushi or a nice uh, 
you know, a ribeye or whatever the fuck it is that right. they want. And, you know, without us uh, saying too much and making too much judgment, black I say ahead. Karuchi has been through enough. <laughs> she has rested happy for her. her face <laughs> in the cleavage of Yanla. Yeah. And since then, she's gone on to do her acting thing, modeling stuff, Ivy Park campaign recently. I just don't want <laughs> no rap niggas. Mm-hmm. Slip sliding in that energy. She's she's look at this smile. Yeah, look at that, smile. that girl looks happy. <laughs> she looks like she is at peace. I and I and, and I believe that. deserve. Yeah. So I'm looking at this. That's post all I'm on the shade room, and <laughs> I love that people are replying with like, "Oh my god, who cares? Mind your business. <laughs> this is so stupid. Mind your business." And it's like. On the one hand, yes. On the other, if you follow the shade room, you it's no way you're invested in minding your own business because the shade room is what they That's do. That's what they do. The whole point is to put other people's business <laughs> out there for y'all to comment on. So, also, okay. I know that this is like such a fucking like MySpace era response, but if you didn't care, then why did you comment? <laughs> Like, for real, though. Like, bitch, if you didn't care, then, like, why did you even take the time to say anything? Right. Like, I know that's, like, real. I know you are, but what am I? But not, it isn't. Because, like, I literally look at these things at least once a week. And the shit that I don't care about, I just keep it moving. I mean, I don't even really comment on the stuff I do, like. But, I mean, that's not even true. Because, I mean, I mean, I don't follow blogs. Like, I don't follow any of them. Mm-hmm. But you think that I don't get into Kavya's fucking comments and gas <laughs> her up? But I care <laughs> deeply about Kavya James. <laughs> I'm not even going to be like, I don't even care about this little girl, but oh my God, I love this. Name. Like, no, bitch, I'm following because I care. When I see Beyonce post anything, when I see any of my, like, favorite actors or friends post oh i just did this or here's a new thing for this or whatever i say something because i give a fuck i I do i care a lot even the things i do follow if i don't give a fuck about it i just don't say anything i mean you know the internet it takes time to it only takes a few seconds but those few seconds could be spent on doing other things. Have you ever tried to buy a telfar? Go bag? to bed. Right. Ooh. <laughs> a true test of endurance and patience. So not an saying. easy thing to do. <laughs> you gotta be on your shit. Wendy Williams was spotted at Newark Airport recently, um, all dolled up with her Louis Vuitton luggage at her side and some fuzzy boots. What are these called again? Um mucklucks. Oh, I was about to say, are they Uggs? <laughs> Why does it feel like it's Muckluck boot? Well, no, if... Oh. I don't think that's what this is. No, that's not what this is. Yeah, <laughs> these look like they're for n- native people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this... This is one of the um, furry boots that drag queens and stuff be wearing, but usually with like a unitard. Let me Google Wendy Williams. Where you said she was at? She was at Newark Airport with her son, and she was all dressed up. She had her Yankee cap on and her uh, expensive luggage and her fuzzy boots. 
And um, yeah, she was sans wheelchair. She looks like she's in better health. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls have been talking about her health and you know, swollen ankles, possibly having dementia, being out of her mind and all this stuff. And oh, incap- wow. Incapable of taking care <laughs> of herself for like the longest time. People had been filling in for her on her show for months and months. And uh, I believe Sherry Shepard is now taking over mm-hmm. her spot yeah. or something like that. And the producers are doing the Sherry Shepard show, which no comment. Um, but Wendy looks like she's doing better. I also saw a video of her reading Wells Fargo and a bunch of her, like, like, I guess people from her team or former members of her team for, like, keeping her from accessing her money. Things like they're trying to, uh, have her in some form of a conservatorship or... Right. It was a different word. Yeah, something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, where other people are in control of her money, basically. Other people are in control of her money, and you know, basically, I care a lot in her. Yeah. Um, great film. By so the way. I adored it. <laughs> Absolutely infuriating. I loved it, and it was like, I won't say whatever the movie's old but like (laughs) it really doesn't give you like your peace until like the last three minutes yeah it's almost like wow wow Mm -hmm. this is really just gonna be that okay fine and then just in the the absolute ass crack of the film is when it gives you justice (laughs) and it's so oh lord it's a beautiful moment it really is. It was absolutely delicious. And Rosamund Pike, girl, please play somebody I like. Anybody. <laughs> because... Pick one nice person. One. <laughs> like, is she capable? Like, I don't even know if they'll... Kick. Maybe they block her out of anybody yeah. worth liking. She might be typecast at this film. point. Where it's like, maybe. You will only play horrific bitches. Because her character, God fucking awful. Well, you know, it's good to see Wendy out and about and with her son by her side and looking mm-hmm. like she's doing better. And I hope that whatever in terms of her health and health and uh, happiness and peace can be continue on an upscale, whether she returns to TV or not. Mm-hmm. And if they can stop playing with her and her money, because I don't like that. I just don't. Like, how did the bank go tell you, oh, girl, no. <laughs> we don't. Right. You can't handle this. We think you need a guardian. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a grown woman. <laughs> what? I just have mm. an issue with that. Yeah. Listen to any time that I have read Chase. It's my money <laughs> oh, and God. I want it The way you now. have custom people out. Yeah, I think um, her former manager is the one who filed to be her legal guardian. And so now it's like, the bank is like, mm, girl, we're just going to go ahead and freeze all this until it gets straightened out but like why wouldn't it be i'm grown and i've had an account with you for however long so like i'm still going to have access to my money until you hear something else like until until something else has changed why would y'all just cut me off i don't know but it's very crazy and i'm glad she said something about it because this probably happens to uh more people than we realize very true um so for whatever reason there has to be some nigga who works at Arby's that always has on Scully's oh, no. and really fucking loves Pusha T 
because just today, I believe, Pusha T unveiled... Oh, no, I think this was a few days ago. Yeah, it was a couple days ago. Unveiled a fucking uh, collaboration between... (laughs) Him and Arby's, but not just any collab. This nigga recorded a full-on McDonald's filet fish diss record. I can't. <laughs> where he gets at the filet fish sandwich while also boosting up Arby's and their new spicy fish sandwich. I can't handle this. <laughs> Let's review some of the lyrics. (laughs) First of all, the tweet says, just dropped a diss track with Arby's. Grab some popcorn and a spicy fish sandwich. Hashtag Arby's spicy fish diss track. Hashtag Arby's paid me, but I would say this anyway. No, you wouldn't. (laughs) I refuse to believe that. No, you wouldn't. I refuse to believe that if Arby's didn't offer you a dollar amount, that you would have even tasted this sandwich or knew that it existed. Until Why somebody are you lying found to you. Us? I'm tired of everybody insulting my intelligence. I may not have much, but I have some. <laughs> and you're not going to keep dragging it. Let's talk about the lyricism. Oh, God. I'm the reason the whole world love it. Now I gotta crush it. Filet of fish is shit and you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it? That's a good question. I mean, that's not even like... why. I mean, whatever. A half slice of cheese, Mickey D's on a budget. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, at first, I just flat out refused to click on it because I said, y'all need to stop playing on my fucking phone. Arby's Crispy Fish Simply It with lines around a corner we might need a guest list. More lies. I don't like this because <laughs> what Arby's has never had unless maybe we're talking about like, <laughs> like back whenever it grew out of the ground. I have never seen Arby's with a line around its corner. Yeah. Ever. And you aren't going to lie to me about it. Someone provide photographic evidence. Because I think the closest I've ever seen to a line being near Arby's is down by the Cutler Ridge Mall where the movie theater's at anytime there was like a Harry Potter or something that came out. I... So... Yeah. No. Maybe... I think when I was a child, you could get like five of their sandwiches for $5 on like... Wednesdays from six to eight or something like that, and maybe then, but I don't as as but because it's cheese whiz and wonder bread. As ridiculous and as this sounds, I have two different friends who have told me that the Arby's fish sandwich is fucking delicious. Here's the thing, sweetness. <laughs> I don't doubt that Arby's has some sandwiches that are. Are tasty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Probably. What I'm saying is Arby's A doesn't have anything for me. Okay. And B, Arby's is a fool for this. <laughs> Arby's <laughs> menu in general has always given me older, like middle-aged man whose wife packs him lunch in a tin chest. 
And he eats it like on railroad trip. Like I've been working on a railroad all the live long day ass sandwiches. <laughs> like fucking Please. knockwurst and pastrami on a baguette with mayonnaise. <laughs> I'm just personally oh, not interested. Boy. But I know that in the today of things, they've got, you know, all kinds of burgers and probably taquitos and now spicy fish sandwiches. And it does look better than the filet of fish. That's but that's also not do. saying much. Not. Because have you ever seen a filet of fish? They don't. I mean, nothing at McDonald's particularly looks good. So Hello? there is that. But just the same way. Niggas be talking cash shit about Arby's. Arby's stays in business. So either somebody is lying or somebody is eating there and keeping it a secret. Yes. <laughs> Niggas who are headed to work down in the mines. Stop it. I'm sure Arby's... First of all, Woo, I read... Glory. Let me see. A tweet from somebody that said, this did wonderful things. Darren, what? Business analyst Darren Ravel says value to Arby's through <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern eight million two hundred and three thousand two hundred and seventy-two dollars in equivalent advertising exposure, according to Apex Marketing. Now I don't know what that means, but it sounds like it's supposed to be a flex. Okay. So uh, I assume that A, the spicy fish sandwich has been doing well, and B, um, they didn't spend this pushy tea money in vain. <laughs> Good for them. I'm also sure that many of you who are not Frank Mitchell or, um, you know, Paul Bunyan are going to say, oh my goodness, I eat at Arby's all the time and it's so great and so on. I'm not good. Great. Right. Great. The standing point of this topic was Pusha T is a liar for this song. <laughs> Arby's is in cahoots with him in these lies. And that's what we're not going to do. Okay? <laughs> if you want to say fuck McDonald's, just say that. Okay? I won't argue with you. I mean, you know he's mad because he said that he wrote I'm Loving It. What? He said that he and No Malice wrote Ba-da-ba-ba-ba I'm Loving It. <laughs> And he was serious about that? Yeah, he's been saying it for a long time. And he said they only got paid a million dollars for it. And that's a shame considering how much McDonald's runs that fucking jingle. And, and so that is why. That was the reason for teaming up with Arby's to put out this diss track. He's pissed because the amount of money he agreed to be compensated is like, he has regrets behind that now. Which, I mean, I okay, but... <laughs> Even sadder. I think a lot of us made decisions 19, 20 years ago that we don't love now. But I mean, did you stand up on a table in the middle of Burger King and sing <laughs> to your motherfucking heart's okay, content about a chicken wrap? That did is you do that? Iconic. What's in the new chicken wrap? About crispy chicken wrapped up in a. Woo. Did you do that? Uh, okay. I don't want to hear but it. But we will be telling the children about that. <laughs> I know I will. That was a moment in Black history that I'll never forget. I went I'll cherish it. to the Burger King. <laughs> I went to the Burger King. Just to see. 
Mary said. That is how impactful <laughs> she sold it. Mary Jablage was with that advertisement. Absolutely. That she true. sang. And I believed it. I believed it. Yep. And it was still not true. So what you're not going to do is get me to go down to Arby's. And eat, Wait. Because, girl. <laughs> so which part was the problem? Was it the crispy chicken? Was it the fresh lettuce? The three cheeses? The ranch dressing? Or the flour tortilla? You know what? What I remember being the main issue was the chicken and the tortilla. I don't Damn, remember. Those are two main parts. God damn. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to blame the lettuce or the three cheeses for anything in there. Wow. I just remember that tortilla <laughs> being like, it really was giving like, they ran down to Publix and grabbed the tortilla out the fridge no. and then just wrapped it. No, no, no. Oh, Lord. D. I think it was the... Okay. the how how did they how did she sing the tortilla? Crispy chicken, flour tortilla, flour tortilla. <laughs> Jesus, what is it? Anyways. A tasty flour tortilla? Is that what it was? I believe. I wrapped feel like wrapped up, in up, a in a tasty flour tortilla. I think that that's I think that's the lyric. Wrapped up in a lie. <laughs> The chicken and the tortilla bad. You cannot save that rap. That is, that is the whole thing. But okay. Anyway, someone Love down so at the much. tasting factory was like, "All right, it's already out. Like, there's no turning back at this point. <laughs> We've already now done." Now I want to watch that commercial. I want to pull it up. How do we oh, save this? Man. Like, we've already spent the coin on getting this uh, mm-hmm. chicken wrap shit uh, started. But this is shit. So yeah. what are we supposed to do? I and somebody was too. like, all we've got to do is get the queen of hip-hop soul. <laughs> God, to save what a moment. Day. What a moment. Because one thing everybody loves. <laughs> she was just standing up. Like, why are we turning around at this Burger King and Mary J. Why do they make her stand on the table? Why Why do they make her stand on the table? Fresh lettuce, three cheeses, ranch dressing, the pina. It is tasty flour tortilla. Lie. Crispy chicken, wrapped up in a... Oh, wow. Like, fast food places... Oh, God, it don't even look good. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Fast food places, like, get to the trailer park. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to continue to pander to niggas. Oh, God, so good. (laughs) Like, we're not the only ones that eat your cheap-ass, quote-unquote, beef. That's true. And I'm not sure why the marketing is so aggressive (laughs) towards niggas. when it's everybody eats so it. heavy-handed. Everybody eats that shit. So why is it all about us? All the time. Like, if I see one more... And, and like, McDonald's. McDonald's would be wretched. It would be 2015. Oh, God. And McDonald's will have a group of niggas in Kangol hats and bell bottoms and, like... A fucking gold chain with a fucking uh, power fist on it. Yep. Talking about some what I do when I come down from the NAACP. <laughs> 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 
Get me a Big Mac. Like, what? Do you remember when they had the commercial with the girl who wouldn't share her nuggets with her man? And at some point he said, girl, you got a 10 piece. Don't be stingy. Yes. <laughs> That's what I said. McDonald's do. <gasps> oh, leave us alone. But like I said, the whole world be eating there. So <clears throat> doing something right. Apparently, Soldier Boy is going to be a father for the first time. Oh, okay. They had a gender reveal, which thankfully looked like it just involves like one of them party city cannons and busting open a plastic ball or something. <laughs> Um, which all things considered, it could have been way worse. Um, and it looked like it was a layer outside with a lot of looks to be California grass and nature, easy brush fire. Um, please, that's not how a brush. Who fire is works. this girl? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've never seen her before. She's a light skinned girl, with great um baby hair and pink and blue braids. I guess for the occasion. Um, so they burst their props open to reveal blue dust. He's apparently having a boy. And honestly, when I saw this, you know, only thing I thought of was Nia Riley. Or the main thing I thought of was her and her allegations. Mm. And I don't even remember this. I went to go and do some Googles and see how, where that ended up and couldn't find, uh, an ending on that besides the fact that she was had a lawsuit out on him uh, uh, alleging years of physical and sexual abuse oh shit I mentioned on the podcast before how she claimed he uh, assaulted her causing her to have a miscarriage at some point god damn Um, of course he denies these things Mm -hmm. and you know requested to have her lawsuit thrown out but I couldn't see how that ended um either way he's over the moon about having a a boy child and he's also 31 now which I think because he became famous when he was 16 Mm -hmm. and because he still acts like a 16 year old i was a little <laughs> shocked that he was when i saw his age that but i guess that maths old. yeah i mean i guess so congratulations <laughs> to him it looks like this girl is a hairstylist and a cosmetologist that responsible for i mean so she works cosmetologist is makeup right so I know that. it looks like she did them long pink braids on nick herself on, wait, hold on. No, maybe she just helped because what she has she has so she has Nicki Minaj in like one of those what is it called on your Instagram when you can like pin a story? Oh, whatever that it's is. It's like um yeah. So she has yeah. that. Um, so she, I guess she's worked on Nicki. It looks like she worked on the dancers at Beachella. Um, so she Ooh, fun. She got pictures and videos of like her and Brandy. Um. So that's nice. But then also she put that braid on Kim Kardashian for ID magazine. So it's like. Yeah, I have to bring that up. I we didn't. So well. We were. It was it was like, going. It was, it was getting her. too positive. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm sure the check cleared and we're just going to leave yeah. it at that, you know. It looks like she does great work. It. So, you know, and has her own shit going on, which I love to see for women. So good for her. 
And God yeah, bless. Her. Congratulations on the baby. Yeah, and I hope that you have a smooth and healthy pregnancy. All of that. Pregnancy and labor and stuff. All of that. Um, so I'm just gonna all right. <laughs> Apparently, Kanye was supposed to perform at the Grammys. Kanye West is no longer going to be performing at the Grammys. Okay. Because Kanye West has been on Instagram and Twitter doing a lot for a while. Apparently, Trevor Noah is also hosting the Grammys. Oh. And I mentioned last week that Kanye was (laughs) very in his feelings about Trevor Noah and a few other people. (laughs) Apparently, he's now, like, D.L. Hughley is one of his arch nemesi. So random. Why? Like, he's feuding with that nigga because D.L. Hughley... I don't even know what D.L. Hughley said because, again, scroll. But that nigga said something and he was pissed about that and then they got into it and then Steve Harvey was like, man, don't mean about the kings of comedy. And then some rap nigga pulled up at D.L. Hughley at a restaurant. Like, I, I honestly feel like God has to be busy. Mm-hmm. Dealing with like greater the world issues yeah. in like an, a completely other section of the universe. I, I I truly believe that at this point we're his Zeus. <laughs> we're his network. We're his Jocelyn's cabaret. Yeah. Because why? Are we still here for Mm -hmm. any other purpose besides God's sheer entertainment? Because we're stupid to a point Mm -hmm. that you gotta laugh. True. Either that or God was just like, you know what? That whole planet is ghetto. (laughs) Every time I turn around, they doing something stupid, coming up with a new disease. Like, they just, (laughs) them niggas cannot seem to get it right. And therefore, I'm going to just focus on Knowing other parts have of the galaxy. Knowing they have this disease. I'm going to just do other shit. And then fighting shit. to cough into each other's mouths. Fighting it's, for the right to make blast. each other sick. He said, you know what? I'm going to just... It's great, girl. Don't it's know what basically I did the wrong. British baking show. <laughs> and hoarders. I don't know what I did over there, but I am not doing it again. 2020. Grey's <laughs> Saw. It's bad over here. It is. It's bad. I wouldn't be shocked if God was like, y'all got it. Um. So the girls at the Grammys, which are originally supposed to take place next month, said, no Kanye this time. He was, I guess, supposed to be performing, but they pulled the plug and gave him a phone call and said, no, girl, you've been exhibiting concerning online behavior. <laughs> and so now all of his rap friends are, you know, in an uproar and fighting for black men. <laughs> Literally. Um, Jay Prince even called, uh, said that he thinks that Kanye and Drake and Nicki Minaj should all boycott the Grammys and perform together live at the same time as the show broadcast. Okay. Which would probably kill the Grammy numbers. Maybe. Probably. I don't I mean, think... I wouldn't go watch the Grammys regardless. I was going to say, I don't think award show uh, numbers are that great across the board, actually. I don't exactly. think... So, I mean, fine, but I think really it's just going to put the nominated artists in a fucked up position more than anything. Like, do you want to piss off the Grammys by going to Kanye's thing, especially if you're nominated? Like, are these bridges you want to burn and all that behind Kanye West, who, by the way, is wrong. 
Like Kanye is wrong for the shit he be saying. I don't even. It would be different if the Grammys were like, you can't perform because you said George Bush doesn't care about black people. Like this, that would be a righteous reason to be like, fuck y'all. We're going to kick it with Kanye. I mean. Guys, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, I don't. Mm-mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't believe that that nigga was talking about him having a show of any. Like, I think he means have like a concert. Like, not to have your own thing where other nominees should come. Well, I mean, like, but if I'm you one- are not a nominee, unless you're also his fucking friend, I don't know why you would feel pressured to to go to anything else. Like. Kanye is the type like he he's in a place right now okay and his behavior exhibits very much like if you have my number and you go to the Grammys this year you're dead to me yeah so sure I was thinking because he really gives that that kind of energy this like I remember when John Legend posted like these screenshots of him texting Kanye trying to get through to him because Kanye was saying something dumb. I don't even know which dumb thing it was, child. Something. Yeah, that one was a minute ago. Idiotic. And, right. And John Legend was just like, you know, I tried. Like, I tried. But this nigga don't want nothing but people who are up his ass around him. And so. I believe that was a response to allegations that Kanye was making about John or the conversations that we're having. I could be wrong because, again, it was a minute ago. I could have sworn it was something but, to do with Trump, but, I mean... Either way... Either way, I filtered Kanye out of my <clears throat> social media existence a long time ago. I literally only hear about him when we record this show. And then I Google to I, see what he's done. I mean, he's still nominated for five different awards, including Album of wow. the Wow, okay. For what album? So... I'm guessing Donda, which I've still never listened to, and I don't believe I've even accidentally heard a song. Like, I don't think I've even bumped into anything. This came out last August. Did you know that? (laughs) Donda? Yeah. Jay-Z is on it. it's been out for a while because I've heard about, like, the promotion and him doing all them dark-sided-ass concerts and stuff where everybody's dressed like yokai and, like... Okay. Yeah, I've known about it. I just didn't participate because I'm not interested. I have not heard one song from this album. Not one. Wow. Okay. But, um, I know he's supposed to be doing, like, uh, I guess, like, a sequel to that. And, like I said, the girls are fully still in, we're separating the man from the music style thing and getting their lives. Which is why I was a bit surprised that he wasn't allowed to perform at the Grammys anymore. And then I was like, when I heard that Trevor Noah was the host, I was like, I guess that's supposed to be why. But even him getting, I will say this, I still think that it is incredibly audacious <laughs> for you to call this man or anybody a coon, all things considered. All things. I didn't even know that's what he said. My nigga, what? But I do think it's strange for him to be pulled from Instagram for saying coon. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I just of think- all of the behavior, okay, that he has exhibited on Instagram daily. Because again, right, when I go and look at these topics, it's constant. So, 
All of that stuff was like popcorn, popcorn. But the nigga said coon, and that's when he gets pulled off. It's like, why that? That's that. Why? What? Right. Why not all this other shit? That's my thing. It's like, sometimes I don't understand how y'all decide which straw is going to break the camel's back here. Like, I don't really get y'all's process in making the decision. But ultimately, I'm not mad because I support the decision that was made. I actually don't think the Grammys would have told Kanye he couldn't perform if it was just beef between him and Trevor Noah because the Grammys loves mess. Exactly. And I think they would have been like highly anticipating the two of them saying something or Kanye saying something, you know, during his performance about Trevor or something like that. I think they would have been all about that. It's all this other shit where he seems to be harassing his ex-wife. And I guess he put out some kind of video about Pete Davidson. And I don't know, maybe Pete was dying in the video or something. I don't know the details, but I think it's all this other shit that he has been doing that has them like, okay, like, no, we're not. We just don't even want. It's like the girls were like, do you know (laughs) how much work it is to keep this shit together with glue yeah, and band-aids right. every fucking year. And here Live go. with all of these egos, with all of these possible technical difficulties. It's like then you have this flaming bull running in who's capable of anything at this point. Girl, sit this one out. Amen. Sit this one out. That's what it feels like. Um... Because I'm like, girl, getting yanked off of social media or whatever for saying coon as a black man to me is a little strange. But like you said, all of it, overall... Get him out of here. <laughs> fine with me. I'm I it. would live, though, if he wins one of these awards and they just cut to a, like, a video of Saint like inline skating <laughs> in his backyard and just like singing gospel or something. Just being cute. It would have to be the kids. Let's just have some positivity. Yeah. It would have to be Cut the to kids. a video of Shy like braiding one of the other kids' hair or something like that. And just that. And nothing else. Right. Or North, They don't even have to... Just roll her eyes. Or North just rolling her eyes. Did you see that video? <laughs> you probably didn't. But I follow Nori's Black Book on Instagram because it is hilarious. And I guess Kylie Jenner put out a video about whatever baby she just had. And there's a moment where Kim is... Oh, she was pregnant. Right. Kim is doing like a, we love you so much. Welcome to the family. Blah, 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 blah. And at some point she says, the family you are being born into is so special. And North rolled her eyes so fucking hard. (laughs) And I was like... Oh, IRL? Yes, yes, that really happened on the video. Not like the character had to make this up. The real Northwest rolled her eyes at her mama when her mama called the family. (laughs) 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 And so then, of course, the caption is like, all these people do is sell jeans and lip gloss, special wear, but the fact that the actual child herself did it, (laughs) fed up. She's so fed up of. already. Like, God damn, who are these people? <laughs> she really is so tired of them. Like, that yeah. little girl just want to make her innocent TikToks and have her friends. And that's it. And leave her and out of the rest of it. A little girl, right? Yeah. She's just like, oh God, this shit is so stupid. When she <laughs> ran. <laughs> Did you ever see that video of her when she asked her mama why she talked different? Yeah. She, she did. That was so funny. 
Hej, du altså. Hej, guys. I was in tears. She drags them. Yes. Good for you, mama. When the pandemic first started and Kim had to be home with them children, no nannies, like all day, every day. She was in her bathroom trying to put on makeup or something, and North came in there, and Kim was like, I'm just trying to do my tutorial. Like, can I have my little thing? And then she turns back to the camera, and she starts talking about how, you know, her kids are getting on her nerves. And North was like, hey, that's not nice. You're supposed to care more about your kids than your friends. (laughs) And we're not even her friends, Miss Girl. (laughs) So drag her. Expose that bitch. Exactly. I live. Yeah, she's great. Um, where are we at? Because this could be a read. Yeah, you know what? I will save it for the end. That's it for the hot tops. We're going to take a break and come back and read your letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, folks, we're back. It's time to read your listener letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. One thing I just want to point out, a lot of y'all have emailed in your guesses for who Kid Fury was talking about in the past the read last week. I just want to remind y'all that, like, the man we are talking about is biracial. Y'all keep suggesting... Uh, Why are you giving them clues? It's fine. Because I like, said it, I, it, it, was we said all, it last week. But it's like, I just... Y'all it was keep... all... Every single thing you needed to know to get this was in the letter. It was. In fact, 
I'm surprised that there were so many wrong answers, Same. to be honest with you. But I just want to... But I don't like... It's not somebody who has two black parents. It's somebody mixed. So, just want to remind that was, y'all. They literally said that in the letter mm-hmm. like eight times. Yeah. So, so just want to remind you guys. Okay. Our first letter this week comes from Nigel who says, I've been with my boyfriend for six months and I've only gone down on him twice. Both times were in the what? first month we were dating. Around month three, he asked me why I didn't go down on him anymore. And I told him that I could tell that he wasn't super into it. And he giggled and confirmed, saying that getting head feels good, but not good enough to make him climax. Since that's the point for me when giving head, we both agreed that blowjobs were something we could omit from our sex life. Earlier this month, we were at his house playing some raunchy card games with other couples. And one of the prompts was to share our favorite thing to do during foreplay. I was under the influence and Let told everyone that I love sucking dick. And as soon as I said it, I looked over at him to find him already looking at me. Once everyone left, he asked why I would agree to stop giving head if that's the thing I like the most. And added that if I consider giving head part of, fore- part of foreplay, then the goal didn't even have to be for him to come. I decided to tell him the full truth and admitted that I was also not into it because of how his penis looks. I could almost cry now thinking about (laughs) thinking about the look on his face. And I followed it up by telling him that I love what we have so much and I don't care about not being able to do something I once enjoyed. But I do not think saying that actually helped. It has been over a week and we barely talk. I have (laughs) I have initiated all conversations between us since that night. And I do. <laughs> I think he's about to break up with me. I'm nervous and upset with myself for sharing that with him. What would you want to hear after a partner told you something like this to make things right? Do y'all even think I can make things right? Please help. Thanks, Nigel. Nigel I took it in that. another direction. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, well, what a twist. Bless it. Um, <laughs> Good God. And that? Nigel did not say what about his penis is off-putting, you know. I don't want to know. I really Me either. I could just fill in the blank. It could be anything. If, if I don't want to know. I really don't. Um, wow, I can't. <laughs> I, um... So do you think I like, can can he fix this? Can Nigel fix what has been done here? Oh, the, there's no taking that back. Um, yeah. I Wow. That one there's okay. Fixing this, I think, requires therapy. And I feel like he might need oh, to yeah. go to therapy regardless. Now, um, I think that um, <laughs> I was laughing a lot, so I don't even know if you apologized. <laughs> um, so let me see. Did he? I'm sure. Did he Nigel did. say if he apologized? He said that. Um, well, actually, he did not specify whether he apologized, but he did say that his boyfriend looked. He had a horrible look on Her. his face. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think since he has initiated all conversation, he probably has apologized multiple times, really, at this point. But well, can't I don't say for sure. Let's not assume right, that. Right. I mean, if you worry I mean, okay. that somebody's gonna break up with you, then you probably apologize for hurting their feelings. But 
He didn't say so. Yeah. If you haven't, then definitely. Please do, do that, that first. <laughs> if you haven't apologized and this was over a week ago, he ought to break up with you. Yeah, he should have <laughs> by now. Because how did that not occur to you? Um, he's probably just like <laughs> perfectly like crafting a read. Like he mm-hmm. sits down and writes it in blood. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I don't know that this, like, that's something that's so, <laughs> like, personal and such a dig that I don't know how your relationship, even outside of sex, mm-hmm can come back from that without some form of like mediation and mm-hmm. our understanding because yeah. clearly you know how to talk to people <laughs> so <laughs> because I just don't know what came over you like no, no I clue. don't know no clue what there are just some things and some honesties that um never need to they never need you to You can keep. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And you don't have to lie either. Why do I hear this bitch out there planning a bomb? <laughs> I was wondering what that was. What is she doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you left her unattended for too long. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you ever... This didn't... You, need, you didn't need to say this. And... And what's worse is you didn't have to. You could have... At all. You could have just stuck with the fact that he's not into getting head. Like, you never had to be like, well, also, your penis is kind of rough to look at. You could have just said, I enjoy performing oral sex, but I also want to feel like you enjoy my performance of this. Like, as much as I like doing it, a big part of me liking it is the fact that you are impressed by me and my skills and I'm blowing you oh, away here. It's like, like I need you to like be you into literally it. are dealing with someone who has admitted that uh, they're good on it anyway. Child. So you could have just been like, oh, well, because... Because you're not into it. You don't need it. to. Right. You're not into it. If you're not good into it, then it's not that... It's not as, as like, fun. <laughs> because as someone who likes giving it, that's true. Yeah. Like, it, it's so like... Absolutely. If you don't like it, if it's not something that... Right. Like, turns you on or whatever, then it's not... I'm not going to enjoy it. So we don't need to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever. So... You super didn't need to say right. this. Right. If I feel like I'm giving an A1 performance and you just over there like, I mean, this is nice. <laughs> the, yeah. I'm not I'm going like, to feel particularly motivated to do it again. Lisa, my goddamn Josh. You know, train. unfortunately, we're telling you this after you have already said the unnecessary thing. And... Yeah, you might need to let this one go. Honestly, if somebody told me my genitals didn't look right to them, I I don't think there's a single thing they could say that would make me feel better about them. I really don't. I don't know how to share nope, them with you again. No, no, no. I don't know nope, how we have Sorry. that form of relationship. And I'm also wondering why you would say some shit like that to me. Yeah. So I feel like, honestly, if they don't break up with you, you need to break up with him. Yeah. Because first of all, 
like it's been said here, don't know how you come back from this. Mm -hmm. If he has a desire of coming back from it, like you claim to. Um, (laughs) Not you claim. But but I say that because it's like, (sighs) could you not go and date again and possibly find someone that you're sexually compatible with? You could. You should. He said, <laughs> Nigel said, how long were they together at the time? Six, they've been together for six months. So this just happened a couple weeks ago. Sweets. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry that it's over, but you said you think he's about to break up with you, and I agree. He's probably just getting I, his things I together. I think so as well. So that yeah. he can leave. And, and really, I think that's, like you said, if you're, I think that is for the best here because what if he loved getting hit, but looking at his penis turned you off? You would simply need to move on and find somebody else. That relationship would not work. Yeah. You just had a perfect excuse. This is what I'm, and you like, yeah. I love him so much. I don't even care that it is funny looking. Like you had the perfect excuse. In him not being that into it and you and you let it go. But it's probably for the best because both people in the relationship deserve to feel like fully desired sexually and not like looking at their genitals is going to turn their partner off. Probably looks like a curly fry. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing like a spiral dick. <laughs> I hate yeah. you for that. I like a forked tongue. <laughs> Butterfly hot dog. I actually think a, a, an interesting shape would be kind of fun. We'd <laughs> be like, let me see what we could do with Who this. Knows? Right. That honestly sounds like a game to me, but regardless of what it is, <laughs> Nigel, maybe it's time to just, you know, learn some lessons and let this one go. Can you imagine? I can't. I cannot. <laughs> The way I would be highly tempted to slap a dyke, I really would. I would be high, and I do not put my hands on people, but it's just that, you'd be mm. like, it's just honestly, it's something about your, the way your pussy looked that it's just it's weird. Your clit's kind of ugly. Oh my just... God, what? And you've been, oh my God, no, I'm sorry. I don't, I really out. don't know how I speak to you again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Without cussing you the fuck out, talking about you've initiated all conversations, I bet. <laughs> That man do not want to talk to you. Yeah, you might want to leave his ass on. You disrespected him. Uh, Yeah, sorry, I don't. I can't think. I cannot think of a single thing you could say to make this better. Um, Sorry, bro. Our next letter comes from Side Dish. Oh, I think all of our letters are from gay men this week, and he says. Imagine that. I'm a 27 year old black gay man living in Chicago, and for years I have been plagued with the general disdain and lack of interest in anal penetration. (sighs) Growing up, I was never given the birds and bees conversation since my mother was a homophobe and the thought of her son being gay made her cry. Sex always scared me and it took plenty of awkward and unfortunately messy trial and error sessions to get my footing in the world of pump and dumps. When I start to get intimate with boyfriends or partners, I get scared, clam up, get in my head, and can't relax in the moment. The only one I was able to fully get comfortable with was my last ex, who I would top on occasion. And even that took quite a few months of communication and was still an issue. 
Now that I'm in my late 20s, I'm starting to realize that I may just not like having anal sex. I know there's a term for that called side, which refers to gay men who don't participate in sex the good old fashioned way. And learning about this put me at ease, but I'm very worried about what my dating life will look like if I openly come out as a side. I'm single and not necessarily looking for a boyfriend at the moment, but I still get urges just like everybody else. And I like oral rimming and eating some fresh groceries. <laughs> some fresh groceries. <laughs> Penetration phone. As opposed to what kind of groceries? He's just saying, go in there and wash them apples before you put yeah. them in his face. <laughs> um, penetration has still never really appealed to me, and it makes me believe that I may be single for the rest of my life. I've tried some recreational drugs like weed and shrooms to get me in the mood, and even though they sometimes help, the fear and general disinterest is still there. Do y'all have any insight or ideas for alternatives I should I could try, <coughs> or should I just accept the role as a side and come to terms with that? Any kind of input would be great. Thanks, side dish. Well, you mean, I, I, I mean, uh, uh, here's the thing. First of all, you've just educated me. I ain't never heard of side me either. in my life. I had to Google, I I had to Google it. <laughs> I mean, I know that there are gay men that don't like anal sex, aren't stimulated or aroused by it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously you're not alone. Now, I don't know what... Um, spaces, platforms, or forums exist where you may uh, have the opportunity to get to know other mm-hmm. guys who fall in that category. Right. But I would probably start by looking for places like that um, on the internet, apps, and things like that, just to familiarize yourself um, or just to re- keep yourself reminded that there are plenty of other uh, men like you right um to kind of wash away this idea that you know you're gonna be single forever or whatever because that's not necessarily true um it's just the way that the math works is yeah there are more gay guys that want like this mm-hmm. full anal sex experience whatever yeah so yeah, I'd say, you know, pour into yourself and look for avenues that fulfill uh, your desires and don't put pressure on yourself to try and uh, turn yourself on to things that just don't, you know, it sounds like you know what you like and what you don't like um, at this point and you don't really need to break yourself up or, you know get high to try and push yourself into um, going those routes if you don't want to. And here's the thing. You don't ever know. None of us know. Mm-hmm. 10 years from now, 5 years from now, 15 years from now, you may be like, woo! Dig for life! I know That was gross. Why did I say that? <laughs> I hate that. Um, but in the here and now of things, that's not your judge and that is completely fine and it doesn't mean you're going to be single forever. It just means you're going to have a much more interesting uh, time uh, in the dating sphere or looking. Yeah. Looking. That will be... Looking, but you looking, bro? Interesting experience for you. But, um, yeah, I think the only thing... I mean, obviously, I don't have any insight into this um, or ideas for alternative. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't say obviously, but um, I, the, anal sex is not something that I do. So I don't have Why? no help... 
that's how I feel. But some of the girls really like it. And if you like it, I love it for you. But I'm fine over here with what we got Get going your on. Kicks. <laughs> um, I think instead of I, I, what I really don't want you to do is go down a road of trying like more and more dangerous drugs, trying to like trick yourself into wanting something that you don't want when you're sober. Um, Cause that can get super messy and unhealthy. I think it's a much better idea to just accept that this is how you feel in the moment. And maybe you'll meet somebody and, and want to try it out and maybe you won't, but as long as you are okay and accepting yourself as you are, then your dating experiences, I mean, they might not necessarily be better and it might be, it might be harder today, but at least you won't be wasting your time or somebody else's um, trying to force yourself to do something that doesn't feel right for you. So, yeah, that's really what I, what I have for that. Just don't, I don't want you to force yourself into being something you're not, um, but good luck, because I can only imagine that sounds like a very real struggle um, in in that oh, yeah. particular community. Sounds like that would be fucking rough. I'm trying to think of like what the lesbian. Uh, I, I mean, I guess like a dyke that don't eat pussy, but I've literally never heard of that. I've never I heard don't. of that. <laughs> never. How I've you... never heard of that. So. <laughs> that, I mean. I don't know. I mean, and I'm sure have, they have they to, have to exist. be real. Right. And it and I'm imagining that it's incredibly difficult for them to date. Like, I just, yeah. But I do believe in, you know, a lid for every pot. And sometimes you, you just got to be patient. Scissors and I mean, there's a lot of things you funds. can do. It's true. There's a lot of other ways to have a good time. But if you don't like eating pussy, you are not for me. Yeah. 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 But you might so, be for someone else. Right. I'm sure you are. It's somebody else out there who's like, mm, you know, I don't really care for head either. Just don't tell her that her pussy looks crazy. And that's why you don't. It might be someone with exactly. That's all <laughs> that you have to do. Just right. Um, and good luck trying to find somebody. Actually, we have so we can do a letter from another black gay man or we have an email from a South Asian lesbian. South Asian lesbian. Okay. So Amy says, I'm in a relationship with another woman and I have been for two years. We've been super serious from the start, of course. And we are currently living together with a friend. I'm from a really conservative South Asian family and I am also an international student. My girlfriend is white, boo, and her family has been accepting, has always been accepting of, of her being queer. Recently, yeah. she told me she's been really uncertain about our future because my parents don't know and she feels like we can't move forward until I come out to them and she feels like she's being hidden. I have Wait. Her parents don't know what? Her, her parents don't know that she's in a relationship with a woman. Amy's parents don't know. Oh, her. Okay. I thought that she said, okay. No, the, the white woman's family is accepting of her being queer, but Amy hasn't come out and so her white girlfriend is like, ooh, I don't feel like our relationship can be I thought that she was saying that the other girl's parents didn't. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, um, I kind of have a vague timeline for when I want to tell them and I told her that I'm unsure about it because I'm scared. I don't know when I'm going to get a job or a visa or even the mental strength for this conversation. Right now, I'm financially dependent on them and I only have student status and I will never be in love enough with anybody to risk my safety like that. She wants us to stop being as serious and maybe not live together again until I come out. I'm okay with that, but I don't know if she's capable of even waiting 
And personally, I'm kind of tired. I love her a lot, but we're on a break and that's pissing me off. And I don't understand why she can't trust me. All my friends know, my younger siblings know, and I even came out to an aunt recently. My question is, do y'all think I need to cut my losses here? Because maybe this problem is not going to go away, even if we slow things down. Or should I try to make it work, but maybe not plan so far ahead into our future? Thanks, Amy. Well, I think if you'd like to stay with this person, then go for um trying to make it work for now and not planning too far ahead into the future, having your fun in the present. Um, but initially, I'm thinking you cut your losses and going about your own way. The thing about it is, for me, mm-hmm. at, at the core, don't push me to, and I'm not going to push you mm-hmm. to get to a place in your sexuality or uh, how you deal with the social ramifications mm-hmm. of that um based on where i'm at yeah you know this is why typically for me <clears throat> when if i'm dating that's going to be a flag that's red. Right. And it's not that it's like, I'm not judging you as a person mm-hmm. or anything like that b- if you're not out to your family or whatever, because why would I understand? Yeah. But there are difficulties that come in building a life with someone right? who has to hide a part of that life, a major part of that life from people who are the most important to them or closest to them or whatever. It just causes issues. And that's why a lot of times people um, get pushy with it, but I just don't think it's fair. And I especially think it is unfair and a bit tone deaf for you to be like, well, man, as a white person yeah. who has a family that, of course, is just like, oh, my gosh, we go to Pride together all of the fucking time. And, like... Yeah, everybody's gay. Do we, we have a time about, I give her a pixie cut every six days. And it's just like, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, you're over here with a family. It's a completely different culture from a completely different part of the world. Completely different, like... Yeah. Everything when it comes to the surroundings of that. To the point where... You can understand, like, hatred Mm -hmm. when it comes to being queer, gay, lesbian, or whatever. But you're not going to understand it from this point of view, this perspective. So it's just not fair. It's not fair. I think it's unreasonable. And I don't feel like anybody has the right to rush anyone else out of the closet. I just don't. I think it's... um, I would much rather... Shake your hand, say, if you need anything, hit me, <laughs> yeah. and go on about my business and, and wish you the best than to be like, you need to come out of the closet because I'm in love with you, <laughs> bitch. Like, girl, they go and get somebody that's out prancing around in rainbow socks and, and overalls like you. Right. I have a feeling that they are young because she says she's an international student. So I'm thinking she's that explains probably it. in her early 20s. And y'all have been you said y'all have been super serious from the start and it's been two years. So y'all are practically married. 
And it's oh yeah, this probably feels like a divorce because you mm-hmm. seem to be like really <laughs> pressed over her. I mean, I don't want to say pressed, like you wrong for having your feelings, but like you kind of like, oh, I don't know if she can even wait, you know, until I work up the nerve to come out or until I'm not in a place where I'm not um, financially dependent on them. And although it's pretty shitty of her to put that kind of pressure on you, it is understandable to want to be in a relationship with somebody else who is out. Because mm-hmm. I'm also not dating anybody else in the closet. Like, sorry no i'm not but what are you doing to help me like right but there's no support there it's just like (laughs) well just do it and it's like girl you literally don't understand my life and my circumstances because you're not you don't have any of this going on you're a white girl we're in america you are american and your family is cool with it so like you you don't get where i'm coming from at all i need a job that's that yes. will allow me to not have to be taken care of financially or not be right. financially dependent. dependent on these people. I need a visa. <laughs> like girl, right. they're like I need a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if we if we had a couple of other things checked off and now ladies that love ladies, I know that two months for y'all is <laughs> like Walking through the wardrobe, meeting the lion and the witch, (laughs) and time just moves differently. (laughs) And I respect that. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) girl, if we were a bit further into this relationship, it's two years, married or something like that, then I can understand me, like, all right. Let me put my big drawers on and go and step to the family because we got a baby on the way or something like that. But we've been together for fucking two years and I'm still trying to piece together my life. And you're, yeah. you, I think you're right. I, I, it does sound like they're probably young. Mm-hmm. And that's why it'll probably be someone, you, be something you look back on and be like laughing. Probably. Um, <laughs> but in the moment, mm mm. I don't think anybody has the right, right to rush you. I'm sure, yes, this will feel like a divorce. And so you're going to want to feel like, you know, making all these little uncomfortable adjustments to yeah. make it work anyway. But I just don't feel like it's it's right for anybody to try and rush you or press you, especially not no white person that has the, like, luxury of having the white family who's just like, oh, yeah, no, it's only mine. Yeah. Don't, yeah. And I really don't like this... Um, I've never liked the idea of like going on a break as though that means something other than breaking up. I think when people, I think people, they just want to take the up off because maybe it makes it easier to swallow. But like, it is a breakup. If, if you can go on a break and then act like you are single, then you are no longer in a relationship with me. Like this, you're breaking up. Right. But people, uh, I think, especially when you're young, you you kind of try to ease into it because the idea of a breakup is so permanent. It hurts and it's scary and you don't want to be without this person. So you're like, let's just try to cool off. But um, I think, and and you know what? Maybe y'all are the couple that that will work out for. But I would say either way, you should start moving as though this person is not going to be your person. How do, how, how, how has, have breaks worked for some of y'all? I'm I know some of y'all have had certain. loads of uh, on and <laughs> on again, off again, but like I'm not talking about you said we're going on a break, and then you spent you know seven to ten months 
gaslighting and antagonizing each other over social media and fucking whoever shot John and then falling back into a relationship again. I mean, like, you're like, let's take a break. And then there was structure and, like, sense to the separation and then reconnection. Right. Who, where is that? Let me know. I actually don't. I don't care. I don't even know why I'm asking y'all to do this. Please don't. Forget I said that. I just feel like almost always it's not going to end well. Like, (laughs) all the times I have tried to go on a break and pretend that that was different than a breakup, I usually just ended up with my feelings hurt. So Yeah, I mean, people say it all of the time. mm -hmm. And loads of times people do get back together. But like you said, I think it's a way for people to take some of the sting (laughs) off and be like, oh, well, yeah, we're just taking a break. And then you just go and do all of this shit that you would have done in a breakup anyway. But then with the, like, I guess it also gives you this feeling that you can then be like, you can then hang over the actions of the other person and be like, what are you doing at the club? Like, yeah, it just feels like a. Well, we're just on a break. No, bitch, we broke up. You just keep like, niggas in your back pocket this way, and I just exactly. I don't believe in in wasting my energy like that. Like, if we were in a committed thing, and now we're no longer committed, I'm a move. Like, we are not going to get back together. Sorry, I'm just too old to pretend otherwise. But they don't sound like they are. No, they don't. So. They don't sound like they're too old for this at all. They sound don't let. <laughs> The years of batters and bruises and mental anguish um, that we have experienced right. um, taint taint your outlook on love, right? Because it could just be so different for you, likely not, but it could probably won't. But hey, <laughs> anything is possible. Anything's possible. Oh, okay. Um, so should I do one more, or should we leave it there? Absolutely not. That was great. Okay. So send your letters to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, guys, we're back, and it is time for the read. It is. Um, you can go ahead while I find my thing. Okay, I am actually going to pass a read this week. Pass the read like you 
And um, so God bless the girl who wrote this email. I just felt like it really, um, she has her finger on what's going on for a lot of people right now. So Jasmine said, this read is for Texas and these bum-ass apartment complexes. I live in Fort Worth and I want to know why y'all raised my rent from $13.87 to $15.74 and y'all ain't made not one damn improvement around here. The audacity coming from a complex whose fire extinguishing sprinklers malfunctioned and left a family of four practically swimming in their living room to be talking about raising the damn rent. A complex who landscaped the entrance around the office but left my side of the property with naked trees and dehydrated grass is trying to raise the damn rent. When I asked if I could move into a smaller unit, the leasing office actually told me that I would need to pay a $500 transfer fee to get into a smaller apartment. And good luck finding another one around here because these hoes are charging on average $1,700 for a one-bedroom and $2,400 for two. I never thought I'd spend 10 years in the military having just moved from San Diego to come home to Texas and find out that I can't even afford to live in a quality apartment here. With a 31% increase compared to last year, I don't know who to blame, so it's fuck everybody. Fuck the managers of my complex. Fuck whoever Roscoe Property Management Investment and Development Company is. Fuck Mayor Maddie Parker, and I don't know what you did, bitch, but I know somehow it's your fault. And finally, fuck mm. Governor Greg Abbott, mostly because you're a Republican. I know you got something to do with this bullshit for sure. Until I find somewhere else to live and eventually purchase my home, it's really fucked the military too because y'all knew damn well cost of living was going up in my housing was only increased by $60. Y'all can kiss my ass. Sincerely, an independent woman who is tired of paying bills independently. <laughs> Jasmine, directly to the point and made the points. <laughs> the, the way the cost of living is going up, inflation, the price of gas, the cost of groceries, if you can even find groceries, everything is crazy. And for them, to, when she said, that they landscaped the entrance around the office, but then left everything else looking dehydrated and dusty and old. Oh my God. I just, and then, yeah, the, just the price of everything being absolutely insane. So thank you, Jasmine. Um, These property owners are just, everybody's so fucking greedy. Like everybody who has something, it's like they have no limit to how much they will exploit the people who don't have something. And a lot of places that, like, I think because, you know, so many people were able to, you know, get away with not paying rent for a while because of, you know, not working, not having a job through COVID and stuff. And I, it feels like a lot of different companies property managers owners are like really pulling out all of the games and showing their asses yeah because they're like man we missed out on this and so i'm gonna ruin everyone's life whatever yeah every time i hear about how like billionaires are getting more money and <clears throat> jeff bezos is just nutting all over the sky and elon musk and spends another 500 million dollars on like a a robot dog or something. I'm just like, you can take this whole society and throw it away. Y'all have done it wrong. <laughs> y'all have like, just, y'all have done it wrong. Y'all have broken it and something needs to change. So thank you, Jasmine. If you have a read you want to pass, you can send it to pastherita at gmail.com. Although she sent this to the regular ask the read inbox. I guess she could not be bothered. But uh, mm. yeah, if you have something you need to get off your chest, 
send it over to us and um and let us know and that's really it for me this week what you got all right so oh god i all righty this was initially in the hot tops for me it could have gone either way and so here we are okie doke Tory Lanez tweeted, I made this after a t- some tweets about, you know, this may have been before the tweets, about protecting Black men and Black culture. He said, I made this because someone has to and linked us to oh. a change.org petition. I know you fucking lying. Titled Keep Our Black Men on Coachella and All Other Festivals. I would like to read to you the call to action underneath this fucking petition. No, thank you. It says, we are watching the industry and fake cancel culture remove all of our legendary black men, black celebrities, and black moguls from festivals, from our culture, and from our lives. And it starts with us. We must make a change so we can keep our Black men thriving. (laughs) Now, what? (laughs) We stood for equal rights of Black men two years ago with George Floyd. What? What changed from then to now in regards of the protection of Black men? Uh, uh, I'll get to that part because that's the only reason I'm talking about this. (laughs) He continues, a man is not his craft and the craft should never be judged by the man. That last part is in quotation marks, but I'm not. That doesn't make any sense. Don't let them use our personal life situations to make fake stories that have been misconstrued to hinder and taint our legacies. Stand for us. We are the backbone of culture. If we lose this fight, we lose the head of the same culture that we have known and loved and owned for the last 2,000 years. The black man needs to be protected. The first step is protecting our culture. Gross. Help gross. Us. What? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I'm disgusted. So, this is very clearly inspired by, you know, Kanye getting chopped by the Grammys, the baby getting chopped by whatever, every festival known to man. And probably Boosie. Oh, God. Um, getting chopped from Instagram Live. <laughs> oh. I just want to remind uh, Keebler Lanes I that... I cannot believe this is real. These niggas are fine. They're fine. They're still booked. They still perform. They're still rich. These niggas are fine. Now, I don't know how you're doing, because I also read something about your roommate getting served some foreclosure papers down in in Florida. So I don't know if that's where this is coming from. But I know 
that these legendary black men, black celebrities, and black moguls, minus the ones that are probably going down for like things like assault or just, you know, saying things like burn fags unprovoked and shit. Yeah. Most of them, and even them, even them niggas are fine. I'm so confused. <laughs> are fine. Having gender reveals, doing halftime shows, getting multi-million dollar campaigns. The girls are fine. So I'm not really right. sure what... Also, aside from being rich and being okay, um, still have access to your families. Still have access to your fans and friends. For me, the kicker in this is we stood for equal rights of Black men with George Floyd. I cannot. (laughs) What changed from then to now? Nothing changed from then to now. (laughs) Tori spelling. Tori misspelling. Um, you talking about two different guys, <laughs> bitch? You niggas, George Floyd is dead, and George Floyd Shut is dead as a result of real, true st- systemic issues that plague every nigga walking around on this piece of shit rock, <laughs> regardless of class. Yes. Regardless of height, <laughs> like regardless of gender, nigga. I don't understand why you would fix your gnarled fingertips to say anything about George Floyd and then return and talk about what changed from then to now. Talking about you and some other black rap niggas that have been chopped from a couple of festivals for saying and doing horrible things usually directed (laughs) towards black women, gay people, transgender people, and people who are just like minding their motherfucking business. Right. Like, I don't understand why you really felt bold and comfortable and brazen enough to compare that mind. man I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and this. But then again, I've known you to be fucking stupid for quite some time now. So I'm not really that plucked. I just wanted to use this as a moment to remind you that, um, first of all, all of these people, Kanye and the rest of them, will be just fine. Because Kanye may not have the Grammys this year, but Kanye still has a legion of niggas Everything. like you and regular white boys with bowl cuts from flyover states that will buy his ugly-ass shoes and his new weird music and, like, you know, send hate mail to Pete Davidson or whatever. The oh girls are fine. They're fine. The homophobes are fine. The misogynists are fine. 
The fucking abusers are fine. The transphobes are fine. Just because you got chopped off of Lollapalooza this year doesn't mean that your fucking career is over, bitch. Maybe don't shoot nobody. Maybe don't be a raging fucking lunatic. And at the end of the day, I also want to remind you that these names and these moguls and all of this culture that you keep bringing up ain't got nothing to do with you, bitch. Because when it's all said and done and we start thumbing through the cards of the niggas that really made a difference nobody's slamming yours down on the motherfucking table nobody's going full dominoes in the name of Tory Lane's doll doll baby <laughs> they're not so just sit down I'm so friend I'm legitimately confused you don't need to be we're moving on who is he talking because to who is he talking to the rain <laughs> do you know that I don't Black men need to be protected from the same things that black women need to be protected from. Like, I hope you're not. I really think straight cis black men think that they are more oppressed than black women, non-binary, black non-binary people, black queer people. I really think they think that. Because what is this? It's not even for me. It's not even about that. Because, like, you're not saying anything that is, like, untrue. You're saying it for reasons that are wholly selfish and completely bullshit. First of all, you are saying things that are untrue as far as this sentence for George Floyd is concerned because nothing changed, as I said. You talking about some shit that ain't got nothing to do with that. Like, nobody is going to go and fucking protest and get, you know, pelted with tear gas and rubber bullets and stuff because Tory Lanez can't fucking perform at at (laughs) Made in America or whatever. Like, like, girl, are you are like you're literally fucking like, are you a sociopath? Like, what's wrong? It's not making sense. It's not. Y'all want to be protected from the consequences of your own actions. You could just not be homophobic. You could just not be homophobic. That's completely because guess what? Guess what? This cancel culture shit that you used in in this caption as well. Ask white people about it. Ask white people about it. Because they are also getting chopped from bookings when they go on stage and say some fucking stupid shit. They are also getting chopped from bookings for bullying people or for assaulting women or for whatever. They're also getting chopped for their bookings. And they are still fine. The George Floyd marches were not about equal rights. Why, Why do you think that? Why do you why do you think that? I know that you're stupid and so like again, I'm not like I'm not bending myself out of shape. My blood pressure what? is not right. Like I'm fine because I know that you're a dumbass. So it's not really like again, I'm not really plucked. But uh, I I want for I want for you so niggas confused. to really listen to or get help with with a lot of the things that you say when you take it to this level. Right. Because exactly. you, this whole entire thing is selfish. And for you to bring up someone who has literally lost their lives. Like. Live over some bullshit. Police brutality that niggas saw on camera. Like, for you to compare the baby being homophobic on stage to that, I don't know wh- where help can come from for niggas like you. 
Girl. But I hope that it gets here soon because I don't got it. Like, I'm going to call you a fucking moron and then I'm going to continue my day. I'm just so, I'm so confused. Y'all do not need protection from the bullshit that you did. You need protection from white supremacy, which we also need. So again, who are you talking to? What is this about? And there are plenty of black men that are performing at Coachella and whatever or the other Despite festivals all the long day. <laughs> like, Despite they're not all. just ousting Black men from festivals and bookings just because. Like, anyway, I'm moving on. Like I said, I know that this nigga is fucking stupid. The culture we have owned for the last 2,000 years? What culture is that? I don't even... I'm I'm sorry. Again. Every time I look at it, I see something else where I'm just like, this don't make no goddamn sense. all of it is so stupid. (laughs) I have to close this window. I'm sorry. I can't look at this no more. Just dumb. It's like black men need to be protected. Well, of course, black people need to be protected. But why do you? Why are you saying that? Why are you saying that right now? What's What's the inspiration behind that? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, you niggas are getting uninvited from shit because you're abusing women and being homophobic. Yikes! Who? I I I have to I have to close this. I need some water. <laughs> Lastly, I don't know who Jowl or Joel. I'm guessing it's Joel, a reggaeton artist who has a song that samples Missy Elliott's Get Your Freak On. And apparently, um, in an interview, he complained about how Missy took everything or got everything in what? the song because of the sample. He said that Cabrona was the one that got everything. Now, that means bitch in Spanish, Uh, if you didn't know. I did not know. (laughs) Now, the fact of the matter is that this song, which I don't know how to say this, but you can look up the song. It is Joel and Bad Bunny and like two other people. Oh, wow. The song apparently has six different samples on it and 15 writers. What? Well, I mean, yeah, because... And if you listen to it... I'm pretty sure the, the artist who sampled has to be credited as a writer now in these new rooms. It's not even... I mean, that's how that typically... Yeah. But it's not even like one of those songs that's like really layered and you can't even catch all of the samples. I listen to it and it just goes through like four or five different transitions. So it fully is like... (laughs) Why would you do that in one song? That sounds like a waste of money. That sounds like y'all spent a lot of money on one track. Had to. When you split that up and made half an album. Um... So it looks like an Ariana Grande fan page actually said to him, <laughs> thank you for all the hate your interviews bringing Missy. Had you explained that there was six samples of 15 writers, maybe they wouldn't be attacking Missy for no reason because she took everything. He responded to this page and said, fuck that. Let them enjoy their money. It's not you and me enjoying it. Let them be happy and talk about something what? else. What? Missy don't even care. So why This would is you? the artist? Yes. Wow. What? What is the nerve? <laughs> Missy responded and said, sadly, you misled all these people to make them think I have 99%. Now, I don't talk business online because that's messy. But now here we are. 
I have 25%. And there are six other samples and 15 other writers on this one song. They get a percentage also. Then he responded to her and said, Missy, something got lost in translation. Uh, Maybe the word bitch. But other than that, I don't think so. That's probably it. Because I never said you take 99%. That's impossible. There are a whole bunch of other peoples in there. I'm cool with my 1%. Excuse me. Nothing but love from Puerto Rico to you. We are both in business. Let's chill and enjoy what uh, we have. Peace. So my thing is, ho, don't backpedal now. Yeah. What you said was... She was the one that got everything. Which And now you're saying, oh, well, I didn't say that she got 99%. That's impossible. There are a whole bunch of other people. No, 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 no. You're pissed because the famous, more famous than you black lady right. that you sampled got more money off of this record than you did. Them's the ropes, girl. Get into it. Yeah. Get into it. The music industry sucks for the artists. Ask around. Like, non-musical artists know that. Yeah. But guess what? If you have six samples and 15 writers on a song, odds are you'll be lucky if you can get food court pizza off of that goddamn record. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. But, girl, you can't just take the beat from Get Your Freak On and put it on here and expect... And then, fuck, I don't even care about who got more than, than the next person. You alleged that right. she got everything. Right. She didn't even get most. Now, she may be the biggest name. Uh, oh, okay. It wasn't like six big songs. I don't know what who the other samples are. Gotcha. I know that you brought up her name. Wow. Called her out of her... You didn't even bring up her name. You called her out of her name and said that she was the one that got everything. Well, the next time that you want to make a, a song or whatever and you don't want to pay other people the, you know, their percentage for using the wow. music that they also worked hard on, then don't sample any music. I don't even know if that's possible in this day and age that we're in or whatever. I'm right. sure that it is since people do it every single day. But the same way that you probably stayed up and worked very hard recording that song or writing that song or whatever, guess what? Missy also did that with Get Your Freak On. Yeah, there's that's why there's that. <laughs> and if you But what you're not going to do. Go ahead. No, I mean you're absolutely right to like be bringing her into this and 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 then complaining about only getting 1% like you didn't also deliberately make a track that had so many samples on it. How did you think the pie was going to be divided? If you wanted more then maybe you should have not relied so heavily on other people's work in order to make the track is that that's not making sense to me and also saying that you and missy are both in business is like me saying that me and beyonce are both on streaming services that's technically true and yet one of us is a global superstar and the other one is just some bitch on a mic in her apartment <laughs> sweetie ava DuVernay and i are both in business <laughs> Hey, Jordan Peele. <laughs> hey, Jordan Peele. We're both in business. The audacity is just like... Shut the fuck up. Bitch, who do you think you are? <laughs> like, Y'all be trying, Missy, and she don't go for nobody. Literally, and that's like... The sweetest that, fucking person. That's my issue. That lady don't bother nobody. She don't. Like, she literally doesn't bother anybody. You heard a fire beat because it's Missy Elliott. We're talking Timbaland. We're talking about like, yep. hello. 
Beat Centro. Beat Club. And so, of course, you want to sample one of the greats. Get into it. <sighs> like, it is what it is. What you're not going to do is, A, lie on this lady. You're certainly not going to call her out of her name. And then you don't want to keep the same energy when you get pressed and right. correct it. Move around. And act like y'all are peers. <laughs> Bitch, y'all are not... Missy's not sampling Joelle. <laughs> y'all are... When I say you couldn't even dream of looking Missy Elliott in the eye, <laughs> nigga, y'all try it with her, and I won't have it. I don't give a fuck what you're charting, sweetheart. No. Nope. You, th- the conversation, I mean, look at the material. Look at the black period, and gray. Period, Look at the percentages. It's right there. Like- it's right there. Anyway, you stack it up, Missy Elliott whoops your ass and it's not even close. It's right there. And that's what you're really pressed yeah. about. The music industry is cutthroat. It's gross. It does people dirty. It really could be better in a lot of ways. But you know whose fault that ain't? Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. Right. It's not. Okay? So if you don't want to pay Black women their fee, if you don't want to give artists their coin... Get to strumming on a guitar and figure it out, okay? Hit the keys, no Alicia, and come up with something that's OG and leave these samples and stuff to people who are not going to bitch and moan about it. Yeah. Leave that lady alone. She ain't do nothing to you. Exactly. What did you think? Are you new? Are you new? Yeah, gotta be. Don't fucking play with Missy. We've already done this. We've already done this. So you're not going to be sending your little fans or whoever the fuck to be trying and 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 head over to this lady like she robbed you. She took everything, okay? Because that's not the motherfucking case at all. So everybody sit the fuck down, pipe the fuck down, and get back into whatever bag it is that you were allowed. Because Missy's going to stay in her 25% bag, bitch, on that song. That's that. And mm-hmm. it's the end of it. <laughs> And you knew it was wrong, too, trying to come back. Oh, we're both in the business and we're from Puerto Rico with love. Shut the fuck up. I bet Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico have picked Missy over you, too, right? Which, exactly. <laughs> Shut like, your dumb ass up. out of it. <laughs> Puerto Rico, like, we didn't tell you to say that stupid shit. <laughs> like, she know we don't have a problem with our bitch. Right. Don't bring us into your shit, hoe. <laughs> fuck. Oh, uh, woo, I can't stand y'all. All right. I'm done. <laughs> well, that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Um, you can find our merch at shoptheread.com. And if you have tickets for the Hooray um, Kennedy Center takeover, we will see you in Washington, D.C. this week. I actually think they just opened up like 10 tickets. So <laughs> uh, shout out to whoever gets to those first. but. Um, yeah, we will see. This is what I was talking about earlier when I was like, this Sunday. why spend that 15 seconds going on a post to say that you don't care about it? Maybe there's 10 tickets that just opened up for the hotels tour. And you missed out because you was coming. And now you're not going <laughs> because something. you wanted to tell somebody you didn't care. Yep. Congrats. <laughs> so. You're so cool and edgy. Oh, yeah. And uh, and find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the read. And I think that is it as far as announcements. Anything else from you, friend, before we head out? 
Not a thing in the world. All right, Black people, take care of yourselves, and we will see y'all next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave.